of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know what you, that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. The Gospel of the Lord. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. I received an interesting postcard in the mail the other day. It features a stock photograph of a stereotypical older person. She sort of resembles... Dana Carvey's church lady from Saturday Night Live. She has an extremely surprised and incredulous look on her face. And the caption next to the photo reads, Shock your mama, go to church this Easter. <laughs> Perhaps we should send these out next year. Now do not fear. This is not the beginning of some kind of diatribe about how shocked I am to see some or all of you this morning. We'll save that for later. But what I would like to consider this Easter morning is a much more shocking reality that Christ is alive. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, born of Mary, prophet from Nazareth, friend of prostitutes and tax collectors and the convicted rabble-rouser who died recently of crucifixion, that Jesus has been raised from the dead. Now wait a minute, you might be saying to yourself, I know that Jesus is alive. That's why we're here, Captain Obvious. That's why the church is all decked out in these amazing Easter flowers. That's why some of us wear white shoes and bust out the seersucker and the madras. That's why we sing happy songs again and we say, Alleluia, again. Thank you. <laughs> I know that Jesus is alive. It's Easter. That's why we're all here. But just one moment, I might retort. 
While all of us can say Jesus Christ has been raised from the dead in the same rote manner that we might recite our multiplication tables in our state capitals, do we, myself certainly included, do we truly know in our hearts that Jesus Christ is risen? And do we understand the truly shocking ramifications of that reality? That is what I would like to think about this Easter morning, the shocking reality that Jesus is alive. For on that Easter morning 2,000 years ago, the women who had come with Jesus from Galilee did not know Jesus was alive. They only knew that their friend had been snatched away in the middle of the night, convicted on trumped-up charges before the imperial governor, and then summarily and brutally executed in the cruelest and most painful manner. And so to aid their own grief and to pay tribute to the brother who had taught them so much, they awoke early in the morning, probably around sunrise, and went to the tomb to anoint Jesus' body with spices as was appropriate in the Jewish custom. But instead of a body, a shocking scene unfolds before them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. But Jesus is alive, and not alive in some academic sense, not alive in a merely Gnostic, spiritual, bouja bouja, not alive just in our hearts and memories, but actually, truly, physically, 100% resurrected and alive. He is alive and real in the same way that you and I are real in the same way that the flowers are real, in the same way that good barbecue and basketball are real, in the same way that the entire universe is real. The specter of death has been defeated once and for all, and Jesus has been made new and walks the earth again. And since Christ is alive, then we too will be made new and live forever. And that new life happens for us not only at the end of our earthly life, but in countless other times throughout our life. Theodore Wardlaw, a professor at Austin Seminary, once wrote, if Jesus really rose from the dead, then that means he is loose in the world with power to raise us up from whatever is dragging us down power to complete what we can't complete by ourselves. It means that that story of hopeless finality that the other storyteller is peddling, that in the end is nothing but Friday talk. The world may not recognize such resurrection, and perhaps we may not look for such resurrection. For good news and new life is a shock to a broken world that expects everything to remain the same.
But resurrection happens when two are reconciled. Resurrection happens when we receive the final treatment and we are healed. Resurrection happens when, we unwel- when, we, when the unwelcome are welcome. Resurrection happens when the soldier returns home. Resurrection happens when the storm is over and the chainsaws and the casseroles appear. Resurrection happened this morning at the 8 o'clock service when after the choir had finished a gorgeous anthem, a toddler spontaneously stood up in his pew and shouted, Yay! Resurrection happens when we break the wheel of death and recognize that we are all made in the image of God. Resurrection happens when we forgive, and resurrection happens when we forgive ourselves. A mentor of mine shared a story with me the other day. A young person lived on a mountain. And every Saturday, she took a walk to the top of that mountain. And one Saturday, while on her walk, she met God. She came home and told her father that she had met God. Her father, a crusty, cynical dude, patted her on the head and said, My love, you shouldn't lie. The next Saturday, she took her walk and encountered God a second time. And she went and went home and told her father about God, and her father grew angry and said, I told you not to lie. If you are really encountering God, next time you see him, ask him this question. When I was a boy, I did something horrible. What was it? The third Saturday, she again walked to the mountain. And once again, she met God, and she asked her father's question. And upon returning home, she ran to her father, hugged him tightly, and proclaimed, I saw God again. Really? Anger boiling in his eyes. So what did I do? The girl smiled. God said, I forgot. That is resurrection. And resurrection happens because Jesus is alive. Amen.